Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found 24 superhabitable planets that may have conditions that are more suitable for life than here on Earth. Mechanical eyes sweep immeasurable skies, searching for life with boundaries predefined by the limitations of their homely existence. Blinkered hands reaching into dusky bags to pull blue marbles from a kaleidoscope of planetary possibilities. Not younger or smaller, but warmer and wetter, these are the states in which life would be better. Habitats that turn our planet green as it nervously shifts explorations to the watery blocks upon which we are stacked. This poem is inspired by research published in Astrobiology, which has found 24 superhabitable planets that may have conditions more suitable for life than Earth. The search for extraterrestrial life often focuses on searching for exoplanets, i.e. planets that exist outside of our solar system. To date, researchers have identified over 4,000 such exoplanets and in determining which of these might currently support life, it is first necessary to find out which of these contain the conditions that make them the most theoretically habitable. Previous studies have focused on looking for those exoplanets that most closely resemble our Earth and which orbit a star that is similar to our Sun. However, this makes an assumption that the best possible conditions for any form of life are those that we experience here on Earth, which may not actually be the case. While the Sun is the centre of our solar system, it has a relatively short lifespan of less than 10 billion years. Since it took nearly 4 billion years before any form of complex life appeared on Earth, those stars that are similar to our Sun might run out of fuel before complex life can develop. Stars that are somewhat cooler, less massive and less luminous than our Sun might therefore present a greater window in which life could evolve. Similarly, to be habitable, planets should not be so old that they have exhausted their geothermal heat and protective geomagnetic fields. Earth is around 4.5 billion years old, but the sweet spot for life is actually a planet that is between 5 billion to 8 billion years old. A planet that is 10% larger than the Earth should also have more habitable land, while one that is about 1.5 times Earth's mass would have a stronger gravitational pull, meaning that it could retain an atmosphere over a longer time period. Finally, a slightly overall warmer temperature, i.e. one that is about 5 degrees Celsius greater than the mean surface temperature on Earth, together with the additional moisture that this would create, would also be better for life. Something which we observe on Earth with the greater biodiversity that is seen in tropical rainforests in comparison to colder, drier areas. These ideal conditions suggest that those exoplanets that are older, slightly larger, warmer and wetter than Earth are actually more conducive to life than our own planet. In this new study, researchers identified the 24 top exoplanet candidates according to these criteria, and whilst none of them meet all the criteria for superhabitable planets, the exoplanet KOI 5715.01 comes close, making it possibly much more comfortable for life than our own home planet. 
It is also worth noting that this research also assumes that life is defined as being assembled from water and carbon-based building blocks. However, the range of habitable niches on a planet could be much greater if we also allow for alternative biochemistries of extraterrestrial life that are much different than our own. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Mechanical eyes sweep immeasurable skies, searching for life with boundaries predefined by the limitations of their homely existence. Blinkered hands reaching into dusky bags to pull blue marbles from a kaleidoscope of planetary possibilities. Not younger or smaller, but warmer and wetter, these are the states in which life would be better. Habitats that turn our planet green as it nervously shifts explorations to the watery blocks upon which we are stacked. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Another Planet by Dunya Mikhail, translated into English by Karim James Abuzaid. Dunya Mikhail is an Iraqi-American poet based in the United States. Born in Baghdad, Iraq in 1965, Mikhail earned a BA at the University of Baghdad, working as a translator and journalist for the Baghdad Observer before being placed on Saddam Hussein's enemies list. She immigrated to the United States in the mid-1990s and earned an MA at Wayne State University. Her poetry collections include The War Works Hard, published in 2005, Diary of a Wave Outside the Sea, published in 2009, and The Iraqi Nights, published in 2014. Mikhail's honours include the Guggenheim Fellowship, the Knights Foundation Grant, the Kresge Fellowship, and the United Nations Human Rights Award for Freedom of Writing. Another Planet, by Dunya Mikhail. Translated into English by Karim James Abuzaid. I have a special ticket to another planet beyond this earth. A comfortable world and beautiful, a world without much smoke, not too hot and not too cold. The creatures are gentler there and the governments have no secrets. The police are non-existent. There are no problems and no fights and the schools don't exhaust their students with too much work. For history has yet to start and there's no geography and no other languages and even better, the war has left its R behind and turned into love. So the weapons sleep beneath the dust and the planes pass by without shelling the cities and the boats look like smiles on the water. All things are peaceful and kind on the other planet beyond this earth. But still I hesitate to go alone. Thank you for listening to The Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.